Hello and welcome to Lean Made Simple, a podcast for people who want to transform their business and their lives one step at a time. Today we're at the Two Second Lean Summit in Limavady in Northern Ireland and we got to sit down with Colby Akers and Lucas Holland. They travelled the whole way from America to be with us at the event and you're really going to enjoy this episode. Start with focusing on what bothers people around you. You don't know how to improve what you're doing or how to get started on it. Just go talk to people and see what's bothering them. Fresh eyes are always the smartest eyes. So, Lucas, really simple. How were you first exposed to lean? Um, What was the before and after effect like for you? So, actually, my first exposure was in college. I went to college Mm. to get an engineering degree, and I went into manufacturing engineering. Not really knowing fully what it was, but it sounded, you know, the most down my lines. And, you know, part of it was how to run machines and part of it was all, you know, the mathematics of engineering. But the other half of it was actually lean manufacturing and being introduced to the Toyota production system and, um, you know, design for assembly, design for manufacture, Six Sigma, all of that stuff. And I actually ended up at FastCap because one of my senior classes, they took us to tour FastCap. They said, you're learning all this stuff. Here's a company that's doing it in real life. Let's go see it. (laughs) And, you know, I walked in there. It was like, this place is amazing. So when I graduated, it's the first place I applied for. And they took me and I've been there since. Incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Colby, slightly different story, maybe? Yeah, kind of (laughs) mellow introduction for me, you know. I've been born and raised into it, I would say. And my parents have been doing it since before they knew what it was. They have just instilled a deep respect for people and things, Japanese Mm -hmm. culture in a way. Yeah. Just since I was a young kid and I saw them work hard as business owners and really instill that into their company from day one. And then once they really got the two-second lean part of it, that it was all about those two-second improvements, Mm -hmm. it really took off. Yeah, it's really interesting. We just had Michael in here from Germany. He was saying he met your dad, he met Paul in maybe 97. He says, and this was before lean. So like, at what point in your childhood did lean start to come on the map? Around Michael time, you know, honestly, (laughs) after, after that, I saw them teaching it to other people and working with other companies and getting that kind of cross training, you know, but I... I saw it in the machine shop as a young kid mm-hmm. at first. I saw these complicated dyes and complicated process, and everybody told my dad he couldn't do it, and he did it. And then it started turning into more and more products than the coffee industry. And not he strayed away from woodworking, you know? Yeah. But he kept it in this creative mind the whole time, you mm-hmm. know? People really loved the creative mind on him. So Very cool. And Lucas, for you, like you came from kind of the academic background of lean. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have this kind of like real world matrix experience where you're thrust into, you know, the, the, the mecca of lean, for lack of a better term. What was it like for you to go from academia into the highly practical, simple reality of two second lean? I mean, so that was probably my biggest challenge, actually. But, you know, first before even that, you know, I worked jobs before college, so you know, understanding lean and going into a lean company was just this whole shift. Because before, you know, like I worked at a tire shop. And so someone in the company in corporate understood some lean principles. And, you know, they went, they set up the entire shop with, you know, different cells that were all the same across every shop, every cell you walked into. There was a place for everything, but, you know, people weren't trained what lean was or why it was like that. So Mm. there wasn't everything in its place. And, if you wanted your tools where you wanted them, you had to go run and get to that cell that you were working in before anyone else did that day, right? And you know, back then, efficiency was 
how much are you sweating? How fast are you running? How hard are you running? If you want to get more done, you just run harder. You work harder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going into a company that actually does lean and understanding that I can create efficiency by making the job easier mm -hmm. and still enjoying the job and getting it done. That was crazy. Wow. Um, but then, yeah, coming out of college and into the real world, it was, you know, engineering school teaches you a lot. But one thing they don't teach you is anything about how to deal with people and the human <laughs> factor. <laughs> and, you know, that's the biggest part of it, really. Yeah. And it's like we talk about, you know, they mentioned it in college, but, you know, why don't we all just do assembly lines? Mathematically, the, the most efficient, right? But when you throw the human factor in, well, people get bored. Mm. So they make mistakes. People don't understand what their little cog in the machine is doing. So they don't understand how to make anything work for the next person. And there's absolutely no improvement because they're just doing one repetitive task. Yeah. And so when you throw in the human factor, all of a sudden everything's different. And so you can't look at things with a mathematical precision mind. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it from the human side of things and what do people like and what works for them and what gets them engaged and what makes their juices flow. Yeah. And the hardest part, what makes them start to think of improvements on their own too, right? Well, you can't just do it for them. Yeah. <laughs> College would tell you you should. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And that's the thing that really has blown my mind about seeing places like Seton Matters and, and hearing the stories from Fast Cap is like, it's not just one guy, two guys, three guys, and a dog going about making improvements. It's like the whole company. It's the whole family as a it's whole. It's crazy. And the building is a result of compiled two-second improvements we yeah. didn't get there overnight i saw it from day one so we had walls and we had little rooms that people could hide in and the printer room was the number one <laughs> room people went to <laughs> to hide from problems or from management you know yeah and then the no wall aspect and then the continuous improvements built just this beautiful culture mm -hmm. so you obviously you had a front row seat yeah and you know we all have things that our, our parents or our guardians tell us Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, okay, fine, fine, fine. At what point for you personally in your life, Colby, were you like, oh, no, this is actually something that I want to uh -huh. really take in my own hands and run with? I have two, maybe even three answers to it. But I love one, it. At a young age, it came very apparent to me that it wasn't about the money. It was about the people. Mm -hmm. like, And that my parents focused on the people, the growth of their people as a whole. I bought in then into lean and I understood it and I understood how to make two second improvements. Then just recently, about two years ago, I completely bought into lean in my own life because I wanted to lead with it. And in wow. order to lead with it, I needed to have my health in check. And that's what my speech will be about. So we probably shouldn't touch too much on it. <laughs> <laughs> but the other apparent was when my dad started putting fix what bugs you on the back of t-shirts mm -hmm. and it just started clicking with me. And I was like, yeah, all these, problems that everybody has why would you not just stop and fix it yeah you know it's really and he did it with such ease like absolutely. He, even if he struggled he would just well it doesn't matter if we do it poorly bob taylor you know try it do every everything worth doing is worth doing poorly so we'd try <laughs> try things in every way that we could to accomplish it and the underlying factor was his machines and fast cap the mm. success there an impossible task turned possible mm. and then turned into an organization that pumped out all this joy into people's lives that awesome was something special i mean the all of the leaders that we've sat down to talk with over the last couple of days 
there's a repeating theme and one word for it is humility maybe another word for yeah. it is getting your own house in order first yeah you know tom hughes he talks about improvement starts with i mm-hmm. you just have to eat a massive amount of humble pie doing this lean thing it's 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 very uncomfortable yeah i was very chaotic and in the wrong shoes to be a leader you know and it took a humbling experience of a mindset change mm. of my own in order to become a leader that people wanted to follow wow and I only hope they want to follow me. Lucas says they do, but sure, they do. I mean, uh, that's the story of every leader. You know, I don't know if you want to pick out fictional or real. It's yeah. like there is that pinnacle moment where the leader, someone out there, share with me. You know, this is a, a bit of a lofty metaphor, but I've started now, so I have to commit. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like how do trees grow? Well, first there's a seed, and then the seed dies, mm-hmm. and the seed goes into the ground, so it goes down, 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 and then from that kind of rebirth, then it's up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, Lucas, for you, is there one improvement that stands out in your mind as just, like, unbelievably satisfying? Like, every time you see it or you do it, you're just like, yes. Or you maybe use it to explain what, you know, two-second lean improvements are to people who aren't familiar with it. I mean, there's really so many. It's hard It's an impossible question, really, isn't it? There's some I've done, like, a mag strip where not only did I build an awesome jig that makes it easier, but... I fully redesigned the product where we can shoot the plastic part in a third the time. Wow. And so that's, you know, designed for manufacture. And then I redesigned the plastic part to work with a jig. So I got designed for assembly and then I made it fun and easy for people to do. And then there's stuff like, uh, we actually sell as a product now. It's called the Kanban Ondon. But it's like just this random idea I had one day that you know our water spider was not getting cards back to the board fast enough from around the facility for us to produce more. I was like, well, instead of telling him to work harder, it's always look at the process, not the person, right? Mm. So what can I do? And so, you know, I'm horrible electronics, I'll be honest, of all the engineering <laughs> things, that's my worst. But I figured out how to wire up this just little light, with a little sensor, and when you put the card in, it lit up a light way up in the air. And then he didn't have to run around and look for cards and maybe miss a delivery spot. It was just, boom, I need to go get that right now. It's Super easy, cool. right? Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people actually thought it was kind of a dumb idea at first I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. and I was like you know what? let's just try it and after you know month or two of those all being installed people would come in our building and all of a sudden even the people that questioned me it was like the first thing they wanted to show people like look at this when i turn in the common card it lights up that's incredible and then people started asking like how do you make that like i want to make one mm. and so that's very satisfying when you know you have this thing that you're just not really sure it's a little tinkering project sure. and now other people want it yeah and then I got to do, you know, the whole fun of actually designing it into a nice looking product instead of this, you know, wired together, soldered, some electrical tape Absolutely, over yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like designing a clamshell that worked for it and everything like that. But honestly, my favorite improvement is always the one I'm working on right now. What because answer. that is where my struggle is right now. And mm-hmm. we like to say there's no such thing as a boring task if you understand improvements. Because a boring task is a task you don't want to do. It's where you're frustrated, right? Mm. But it's also a task where you have time to actually engage your brain and think about how can I get rid of this boring task? And once you're doing it and you think of, oh, this is how I'm going to fix it, all of a sudden it's like, that's the thing you're most excited about because every time you have to go do that task that you find boring, it's like, I'm going to get this fixed. I'm not going to have to do it anymore, (laughs) right? And so whatever I'm working on right now is solving my biggest frustration at the moment yeah man. And that's always my favorite phenomenal <laughs> cool being improvement personal professional 
Lead uh, us. I'd say my go-to just off top of my head is flow and figuring out how to make things flow. So in FastCap, we start with our raw material, then our machines, then packing it, then shipping. It's in a beautiful order, but it took a lot of organization and small improvements to get it there. Started and like one of my favorites to show to people, and I wish I could honor her by remembering her name, but we had a guest from uh, Iceland, and she just walked past past the back of our wood racks of our raw material. She said, how do you put these away? And this was my department and my like, you know, so I was like, well, we just put them away. What do you mean? We know where they go. And she's like, well, how come you don't put the same label you have on the front on the back so that there's no way an error can occur and put a picture of the wood as well or a sample. And I look at that every time I walk into FastCap and I see that and just seeing that new eyes can share with you such a powerful improvement that we're not putting maple in the birch or mahogany (laughs) in the walnut or, you know. I hate it when you put maple in the birch. That's a warm way to ruin your day. We don't want our customers calling angry, you know. Well, then Yoko 10 too. People took that idea and our entire grocery aisle has that Mm -hmm. along the back for our water spider now. It makes his job Tell me about Yoko 10. What is Yoko 10? Yoko 10 is just sharing ideas uh, laterally across the company. Okay. So Colby came up with this idea for his rack that it needs labels on the back. And, you know, he shared a video and everyone saw it. And then other people said, hey, that could help my job too, even though I work in a different department. Super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, so you're you're spreading the knowledge across, like, different departments, basically? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. I love it. I'm learning on the job. <laughs> best job yeah. in the world, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, final question for both of you, then. So for everyone listening or watching whether they're walking the dog or doing the dishes or wherever they are, shout out to you, whatever you're doing. What advice would you give them for either starting off their lean journey or continuing if things are getting a little bit tough right now? I mean, failure is not an option. It's what comes to my head right away. You just got to have that mindset and that continuous improvement will just improve every aspect of your life and bring nothing but joy and happiness to everybody around you. And that's the ultimate goal is to pay it forward for me. Mm. To me, the most rewarding part of Lean is being able to see other people enjoy having their job be easier. So start with focusing on what bothers people around you, especially if you're feeling stale and like you don't know how to improve what you're doing or don't know how to get started on it. Just go talk to people and see what's bothering them. And often it's a lot easier to find ways to improve things that you're not actually the one doing because you're not as used to it. We always say Mm -hmm. that fresh eyes are always the smartest eyes. And like people who come through for tours, they come up with amazing ideas where we're just like, I wasn't even thinking there could be an improvement there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you do something that benefits someone else, seeing their joy is so much more rewarding than fixing your process. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Where can people connect with you guys? On Signal, WhatsApp app. Yeah, Signal, WhatsApp. Boxer. Uh, yeah. Works great for me. Awesome. And if you were to point people to call, call FastCap. Yeah, yeah really? Call, email yeah. info at fastcap.com. They'll forward it on to either of us. Just yeah. put our name in there and say, I have a question for Lucas or Colby, and we'll get the email. Give us your phone number. If you're on Signal, we'll message you directly. No problem. Wow. I mean, there's the, the offer of a lifetime there for any yeah. listener <laughs> watching. I highly recommend. Whatever you're doing, stop it and take these guys up on their offer because... If there's one thing I've experienced as a brand new outsider to this community is the generosity is just powerful. And mm-hmm. you talked about 
Yucatan yeah. across mm-hmm. an organization. There's like some serious Yucatan across the entire link community around the world. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I appreciate both of you and honor both of you for your contribution to this insane community that, as you say, Colby, is, it's a is changing lives. Yeah, a culture yeah. of people and the amazing community. Awesome. It is. Guys, thank you very much. Thanks for having yeah. us. Let us share some yeah. knowledge. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it.